This podcast was brought to you by these two schmucks who are trying their best. This isn't an advert. We just don't know how to do instructions. Introductions. Let me, let me do that again. Yeah, I misread that because I was looking. No, up. no, that's live. We're live. No, that's oh. it. You, 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 you no. done goof up. No, you no. done goof up. <laughs> you done goofed. Well, today we're going to be talking about dating in the new age, the information age, the age of the internet, the age of mobile apps, the age of TikTok, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, uh, I want to start on Tinder and Bumble. All right, we're starting off hot. I get it. We're All right, hot. Yes, we are. Let me just quickly delete my apps real quick to say that I have zero prior experience to this entire thing. <laughs> no, no, it's that's too late. It's, it's too late to cover it. Oh God, it's it's honestly been such an interesting experience because. I was kind of old soul raised in terms of dating and like what the criteria is. So it's like, hey, you, you see you see a girl that you've been crushing on for a while. You want to walk over to her and be like, hey, so do you want to go out on a date sometime? And then try not to pass out. And then if you're lucky enough that she says yes, you go, all right, cool. We'll go to like, I don't know, a movie or something. Go to Applebee's. Hey man, don't you crap on Applebee's? <laughs> when you're here, your family. <laughs> but, but no, it, it's so weird because it's like trying to trying to do that for the longest time. Uh, obviously, when you're a kid, it's very hard because either before you have a car or even afterwards, you don't have a lot of money. So it's not like, all right, I'm going to take you out to somewhere nice. I'm going to get, I'm going to get you a five star dinner. I'm going to get you the works, everything. It's more like, all right, so do you want to go to like McDonald's or like, um, I guess we could go to like an Applebee's, but that, that's going to be like my entire paycheck for the week. And even before having a car or being able to actually like afford stuff yourself, it always felt weird to me to kind of like walk up to your parents and say, "Hey, so uh, myself and Gina wanted to uh, go out sometime. Do you mind driving us?" And then you have to sit there awkwardly as your parents are quizzing your date, like, "Oh, yeah. so how's your family? Like, were you born and raised normally, or do I have to worry about a psychopath dating my son and/or daughter?" Like. That is something I've never really grown used to. <laughs> I don't think anybody does. Yeah, yeah, but you wanted to talk about dating apps. So I'll, I'll let you take it away with that. So, um, for those uh, boomers uh, who don't know, uh, <laughs> Tinder is pretty much a swiping app. So you have pictures of women, you can see their profiles, or you have the opposite sex, or in some instances, the same sex. Uh, where you could just go to Grinder. <laughs> no, yeah, that's, 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 so Grinder is gay tender, and so and pop it and uh, so people put a basic profile like you know their age, their name, where they may be, like general location, etc. Uh, etc. Et and so usually it ends up kind of being a smorgasbord of which rack do you like. Or which dick do you like? And you also, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna interject real quick. The other thing that you add to it in terms of like like you said, age, name, location. You also can add like hobbies and interests. Like, do you work out? Do you want to have kids? Do you already have kids? Do you like? 
plan on getting into a relationship? Is this something where it's going to be like a flame? Tinder doesn't do the kid stuff, but Bumble does. Yeah, so Bumble, Bumble is Bumble like yeah, Bumble goes like above and beyond to kind of say like, "Hey, what are you looking for?" So that way we can put you into a group. Yes, yeah. because <clears throat> uh, I don't know about Bumble. Never used it, but Tinder is more of a uh, one night stand kind of program. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I met some chicks and dated them through there for for a couple of weeks uh, at a time. I, I usually get I there's for one reason or another I end up pulling back because you, you kind of don't get an air or vibe like you, you'll you, you won't vibe you'll vibe with them through the phone but you won't vibe with them in person. You know you won't feel good or something feels off like when uh when somebody passes for for our boomer friends uh, vibe checks. So vibe check is like the person's able to read the room and the room is acceptable. You have passed the vibe check. And so when you vibe with someone, the, the, the air feels good. Like the air of conversation, the air, the social air feels good. You feel comfortable around that you person. You feel, feel com- decently comfortable around that person. Like they're not insane or nothing. Or uh, Give me one moment yeah you don't feel insane you don't feel like okay i gotta try super hard it's just like i would honestly classify it as you're talking with a friend or somebody you've known for a while there's just no no anxiety no issues whatsoever yeah, i was gonna say an anxiety drop off yeah and so that's the thing is like i truthfully have not been in the dating scene like at all i had a quote-unquote girlfriend in like middle school and we were semi-serious, not like having sex or anything like that for that matter, but it was just like, okay, we classified each other as boyfriend and girlfriend. We hung out, did like, just did like the very base level boyfriend, girlfriend stuff. And then since then, it was like, okay, I'm in high school, like talked about in the last podcast. My parents got divorced, so I was very much like a uh, nobody talk to me or nobody look at me because I'm going to lose my fucking mind. And then going to college, it's like, I don't have time for this as an engineer. No, like later on when I was getting into like junior and senior year, I was kind of out on the dating scene, like trying to look presentable and few girls that I actually had an interest in. I asked them out and everything else. But for the most part, it was just like, no, focus on your schoolwork, which was also something my parents kind of instilled on me. Focus on your schoolwork, get your schoolwork done. Make sure you got yourself in a steady position before you even try to bring somebody else into your life. Because if you can't take care of yourself and you can't provide for yourself, there is no way in hell you're going to be able to like, not necessarily impress, but get somebody else to realize, oh yes, they would be a suitable partner. If you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's Financial see. stability is the same argument I make for kids. It's like, don't even bother until you know you can survive that comfortably. Oh, God, yes. And, and we we did mention that briefly, I think, in the in the previous podcast, or at least I, I talk about it regularly, how a lot of people that I knew going fresh out of high school were like, all right, time to start making kids. It's like, where the where the hell is this coming from? Like... You are not financially responsible at all. Like for me personally, I would much rather wait, like even if I have to wait till I'm 40 to have a kid just because I know, hey, look, this isn't going to tank me financially. I'm not going to be sitting there going like, well, I was living comfortably. Now I'm living paycheck to paycheck. No, I, I, I want a kid to be raised up in a good environment. I want them to feel like they were loved and not spoiled, but given enough so that way 
they feel adequate in life like you know what i mean it's it's not supposed to be like a whole oh i just want to have a kid to kind of have like a social status or be like i gotta rush into adulthood or parenthood so that way i kind of feel like i fit among people no you know how it's kind of like having a dog to the nth degree like when you have a kid your freedom as an adult and your like responsibilities shoot up freedom goes down to nothing like you you are not free that kid has to go with you everywhere but like your responsibility oh that's skyrocketing now because not only do you have to take care of yourself and like your potentially bad habits or tendencies now you also have to make sure that that kid doesn't get those bad habits or tendencies because guess what they're learning directly from you yeah uh let's let's move back to to tinder um so with tinder you'll see stuff like oh hey uh you know um, I'm looking to travel. Like there's there's indications from when we we date on there that like that some people might not pick up on um, that people do like people as young as I would today. Like you can swipe through um, <clears throat> photos, and sometimes people are, are profiles, and so you, you can see that some people are a little more open than they need to be. Whereas like you know traditionally you would go find a chick at a bar or at some event or. Uh, you know, college classes where you can, it, it like starts school. with small talk yeah, or in school. high school even. Um, whereas in, on uh, Tinder, I almost said Plex for some reason. So Tinder, uh, you have these uh, chicks. Like uh, my big problem with Tinder is it's not a very serious dating app. Like this isn't like, yeah, you can look to settle down on there, but like, and you can cast your line there, but typically it's more like casual. It's it's more of a casual setting, whereas Bumble is a serious setting. They work the same way. You swipe on profiles, but Bumble be like, what's your religion? Do you smoke? Do you drink? Do you do this, this, or this? Do you have a job? Where do you live? Like, do you like cats? Or do you like dogs? Like, they ask you all these pre-screening questions, and then they set your profile based on that, and then you go. Whereas Tinder is you upload a couple of photos, say I like some music, and then you're good. Like, whatever. And and so Tinder's kind of added tags like Bumble does. Like, you know, oh, they're religious or they're not or whatever. But it's still more casual. And so for the thing I like that, that I hate seeing when I'm on Tinder, like I'm looking for someone in my age group. So they're going to be probably on Tinder or Bumble. And then I'll swipe, you know, not to diss anybody out there, but I'll see a single mother on there. And they expect on a casual platform to be like, I don't want to play any games. I'm looking for somebody serious who wants to help me take care of my kid. And that is not the place for that. No. It is not. And, um, and then from there, and sometimes just based on the profile, you can look. And it's clear they had, a, like, they'll post a photo of their kid, but then there are other photos of them partying. And so that signals to me that you had too much fun. And now that real life has slammed into your face. Because you're having a kid now, which costs on average, what is it, about $12,000 a year now? I thought it was um, somewhere around $20,000. Uh, if you got medical problems, I think. Um, but it's or like they, they have, a, it, it depends, but it's anywhere between like $6,000 and $20,000 a year, depending on what you're doing. And so all of a sudden, they have a kid in the world they now have to take care of. And it looks more they're looking for a babysitter than they are a partner. And you'll see stuff like that. You'll see stuff like, oh, I'm ethically non-monogamous. 
<laughs> I have big words for me. So ethically non-monogamous means they, they are not dedicated to one person due to ethics. Oh, like poly. They're poly. Yeah, more okay. or less. And that is the dumbest thing ever. Because every poly relationship, people say they're successful. And I'm not going to disagree with you. But I will disagree that they are not forever for successful. And I'll say that most poly relationships I am aware of do not last longer than the average monogamous relationship. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And uh, I know someone who is very dedicated to being poly. They, they, they were a very good friend of mine. Uh, and uh, I'm not sure how she'd feel about, you know, being, you know, in it. She wasn't sleeping around. She had two or three people she would sleep with, and they were aware they were poly, but it, it just, she ends up finding the one partner. So you're never poly. You're just looking for the right person. And oh, I'm sure I there's guess, people who would technically be poly as de- as a default. Um, the way you said it sounds a little bit more like uh, experiment, uh, an experimental phase. Well, Whereas, no, she was I'm like sure this for years. It's not just a phase for, for some people. She was like this for five or six years. And oh. uh, so, like, it was definitely not an experimental phase, I can promise you. Like, she, she sold, she tried to sell it to me, and I wasn't buying. And so you'll see that stuff there. You'll see that they're looking to be a unicorn. And a unicorn means they're looking for a couple to have fun with. Yeah. Um, what, so they're swingers. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're swingers. Yeah, it's uh, basically swingers, yeah. No, swinging is when couples intermix. And, uh, and I, I say that's almost worse than just sleeping around with people casually because now you're mixing in relationship dynamics with being promiscuous. And that has, I, bruh, like, I know, I've, I've witnessed, um, I've witnessed explosions. Personally, that will not be discussed publicly. But Joe knows what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, now you do. And I... uh, It doesn't work. People say it does. I mean, it doesn't. It's just like, uh, you know, the rich rich woman is dating... Or or the, 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 the old rich man is dating a woman or married to a woman and he's sleeping around with women. And the wife will say, I'm okay with it. He gets around. And you know they're not okay with it. They're not. Like, there's no way. In hell. Yeah. And uh, usually the cause for a lot of murders. And so, anyway. And so, Tinder kind of promotes, like, you know, easy dating. But then, then you, you get people go, oh, it's casual. Which is fine. Because I'm sure Tinder initially was not made... For the casual, like that—that's—that's that's what it became because people are stupid. And so, if you're looking for something serious, I go to Bumble. If you're looking for something casual, go to Tinder. Like, if you're looking for friends and stuff, stay off Bumble. Like, Tinder would be better for finding friends than Bumble, I think. Yeah. And I, go ahead. I was—I was gonna say, like, I will—I will just kind of more or less rant and ramble about Bumble because. Their whole thing, like you said, it's supposed to be a little bit more serious. Like you're trying to find your your special someone. The catch with Bumble compared to Tinder is Tinder, when you match, 
either the guy or or the gal or however pronouns work nowadays both one one of the two parties is able to initiate whereas with bumble quote unquote the females are the first ones to initiate the conversation and so it's very interesting to me because like you'll go on bumble and you'll see profiles sometimes that say the quickest way to my heart or like the just the easiest way to kind of like get me to like you is oh you have to initiate the conversation and i'm like that's not how the app fucking works and and usually what they what they do in those scenarios is if you do match with them or it the uh, the application says that oh you two are going to be compatible they'll just put like hey and like that's it or they'll put a period or something just do the bare minimum effort of actually trying to initiate and it's like okay i get that you want like the guy or your significant other or soon to be whatever you want to call it that person that you're compatible with you want them to to basically do the heavy lifting that's not how it works and so you'll go on bumble and you'll see all the time like people kind of posting the same stuff or like what I always think is funny. Again, it's supposed to be a little bit more serious. You're actually trying to tr start a start or find a relationship. Meanwhile, like I'm looking at, at the app right now and you'll have girls who put like, what are you looking for? Relationship, something casual or I don't know. And they'll just be like, I don't know. No other information about themselves and like four photos. And it's like, how am I supposed to go off of this? Like, if you guys want me to try to find a connection or, like, sweep you off your feet, you got to put in some effort. Like, the guys are not supposed to be the only ones who are initiating or trying to get your attention. Like, if you're not going to put in any effort, I'm sorry, you're going to be single for a while unless you find somebody as desperate as possible to says, hey, look, I'm going to give you the world. Like, that is something that's just pissed me off with this app to no end is that it's like apparently you have all these different people like around the globe who are using these dating apps and everything else and then you sit there and like let's say you go on a binge of just swiping left or what left or right left being i'm not interested right saying i would like i'd like to get to know this person more let's say you go on a binge like two full hours of just sitting there swiping eventually it just is like yep well sorry that's everyone i guess you're just not going to find anyone or no one's swiped back on you so <laughs> try back later and i guess we'll try to find more sorry suckers who might be interested and it's like man this is really <coughs> disheartening like again i don't know kind of the standard norm i feel kind of uncomfortable going out into like a a public setting and then just walking up to a stranger and saying hey and like either trying to flirt with them or or do anything else because you always hear those stories of like oh well men are always creep or men men are always too flirtatious and they don't know how to just be casual about it and it's like okay i'm trying to avoid that stereotype so that's why i'm trying to use the app but if you're not even going to give me a chance or you're not even going to try on your end why are you here why why are you wasting everyone's time trying to say, well, I'm looking for a relationship or I'm looking to find my special someone when you are putting in little to no effort at all, but then you expect the guys to be like, okay, here's my social security number, here's my date of birth, um, my favorite color, my favorite rock band, these are my favorite places to go when I was a kid, these are my interests now. Like, where is that trade-off, man? The work for a guy is always going to be magnitudes higher than the work oh, for absolutely. a woman. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that that's the thing is that like for me, 
I, I don't have really a lot of standards or like like deal breakers. My biggest thing is if you're not going to like interest me or like intrigue me by either, okay, let's say, let's just throw out like a, a random scenario. So like if I'm sitting here looking at the app and I see someone's like, hey, I'm very interested about my job. I do like, I don't know, uh, pathology or, or something. and But they seem very interested and kind of like dedicated to it, passionate, I guess you could say. Then I'm like, oh, like I, I'm, I'm honestly kind of turned on by that. Like you're very passionate about something. You're not afraid to say, hey, look, it may sound nerdy, or you guys might think I'm, I'm weird, but this is, this is what I love to do. Like that is, that is awesome. Good for you. I want to talk to you. I want to get to know you. But if you're just gonna sit there and just be like, uh, about me, I love, co- I love trucks. Uh, going out on your boat and drinking Cowboys. beer. Swipe right. Holy fucking shit. Like you know what gets me every time is the uh uh coming across uh profiles that are they uh have uh, art and music as centric in their interests. Yes. And being like, okay, cool. And you know, you read read their bio and it's like, okay, yeah, they look pretty good. And then it says uh like it has a uh, i don't know if uh, bumble does uh bumble does this but um in like a okay cupid it has listings of uh religiosity and they'll oh, end like, up being like on the high scale for religious i'm like oh that's unfortunate yeah and and that's the thing too right is that i consider myself lutheran but i'm not like zealot level lutheran where i'm like if you do not believe in god we cannot talk or even look at each other in the same space but they they'll say like for bumble it'll be like are you religious you could and you can say like i'm uh i'm spiritual i'm christian i'm buddhist whatever it'll give you like a whole like floray of stuff but you'll be able to kind of tell who that person is because in their bio it's like the most important people to me uh, friends, family, and God, and you're like, okay, moving on. <laughs> yep. Like, yeah, and I mean, like, uh, that's fine for them to look for, but not on yeah. Tinder. Like yeah, Bumble, I can understand, but they'll do that stuff on Tinder, and it is a very casual thing. Uh, but what what was uh, shoot, I forgot what I was going to touch on. Um. Oh, so one chick I dated from uh tinder for about three weeks and she was cool as was i tell you two things um she we were talking and talking and she goes hey what you doing i'm like oh you know i'm just uh taking care of dinosaurs on you know arc and it was back Mm -hmm. when i was doing my arc stint and you know i was taking care of my pet dinosaurs arc is a survival game uh survival video game for everyone he does not actually collect dinosaurs um so spared no expense spared no expense and uh so uh, no, anyway, um, she said, oh, we, we're done. And I'm like, what? And she's like, oh, we're done. Uh, you play video games. We're done. Oh, I remember this one. And I'm like, I've played, like, I've been talking to you this whole time when I was taking, taking care of the dinosaurs. I'm giving you attention. I, I, I'm confused. And she's like, I don't date guys who play video games. And it's like, like a weird standard, but okay. And this was when I was 22, 23. 
and this is years ago. And and so guys from 30 and below in today's day, to say it at a rate, rate of 80%, play at least three hours of video games a week. And so and then know, we that, the average between the three of us. Yeah, and and so I, I message her, right? And, and message her back, and I'm like, I've I've played games for only three hours this week. Like I've been working and I work sixty hours a week. And she's like, Yeah, I don't care. We're done. I uh, sent you something that's uh, a match to that comment. <laughs> and uh, uh, I would have. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll touch on stuff like this here later. <laughs> yeah. And so you have um so so I messaged her back and I'm like, yeah, name a guy. So so for those who don't know, I live in a college town. A hundred thousand out of the hundred and fifty thousand, two hundred thousand people here are thirty or below. Guaranteed. Joe knows this because he lives with me. Everyone here is young. Very young. Most of the people uh, here that, that is going to be in that dating pool. And of those people in that dating pool, I'd say 90% of the men play video games or at least have a console or a gaming computer. For sure. Like, 9 out of 10 times. I'd, I'd, I'd put 100 bucks on it. And nobody will take me up on that offer because they know I'm right. And you have... So I, I messaged this chick back. I'm like, there's... Uh, how many men have you dated that don't play video games out of all the guys on Tinder you've swiped right on? And she's like, three or four. And I'm like, okay, why are you still on the app? What are you trying to look for? What are you trying to find? Because (laughs) you've dated the three or four men who don't play video games out of this entire town. I mean, I'm not that far from an Amish village i could go get her set up with them if that's what she's looking for and and so yeah seriously and so i was sitting there i just done founded here give me one moment something's happening goodness gracious gray we're in the middle of a podcast okay there we go no i got it and so uh something was exploding on my end and i needed to fix it immediately and uh so yes, the the server was briefly very open to the internet for no reason, and so oh I yeah, shut that sh- down. Yeah, shut yeah, that I down. Shut that down real quick, and so it, it's shut down now, but it, it's locked up, so we're good. But we had um, I had this. Uh, then uh, we had another chick who, uh, and this is a chick I was listening to and uh, acquaintance of mine, and this is the second thing I wanted to talk about. And she was talking about, man, everybody gets mad at guys for being a stud, sleeping with a ton of women. Like, to do that, they have to be good looking. They have to have a stable job. They have to be outgoing, charismatic. Like, they have to check off all of, they have to check off a list to See, be <clears throat> able to sleep with a ton of women. I'm checking off See, the list. Where are they at? Yeah, that's, uh, that's what we call cognitive dissonance. <laughs> so, it's like, uh, <clears throat> women say left and right they want a nice guy that will take care of them uh some go exceeding like he needs to be making at least 600k a year like just Jesus. yeah some of them are a little ridiculous but uh, uh some of the others it's uh, more about emotional expectations and <clears throat> it's like you know you you keep talking about 
how you want a nice guy, but all the guys you go for are the assholes. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, that is like something that is so yeah. age old is that it's like girls are just sitting or women are just kind of sitting there going like, I'm looking for the perfect man and blah, blah, blah. And then guys are like, well, you should have looked no further. It is me. And it's like, I, I genuinely feel like, and I, I'm taking it as a hot take right now. I genuinely feel like women kind of hold such a very high standard and then are slightly hypocritical when they look at men and go, oh, well, he, he needs to lure his expectations. Not every single woman's going to be a supermodel. And it's like, for me personally, nice. I don't, I don't look for supermodel girls or women because like truthfully a lot of times and this is again an assumption kind of a hot take a lot of times they don't have kind of that intelligence connection that I'm looking for and that's not to say that they're stupid but obviously when you have a certain stature or a certain look your looks can take you very far in modern society and so Whereas your looks will take you a lot of places, you don't necessarily need to rely on like overall knowledge or just being able to kind of like understand the subject or scenario. You're just like, well, I'm hot or I'm I'm handsome, so that's that's all I got going for me. I don't need anything that's, else. That's actually one of the big points I look for is. Um, Hold the... on, it, we're pushing we're pushing a little farther than I intended to go, and okay. so I, I still haven't finished my thought, and I let y'all keep going. So. It goes both ways for what y'all are talking about. There, there oh, are absolutely. not like like we're we're kind of generalizing for most women and men here. We're not trying to pay, like saying all of them do it, but it it is a problem that is easily seen. Like there are women who have very high standards, and there are men who expect women to put out when they're nice to them. That's a big problem. Oh, and on, on the guy side, and so what I was talking about, you know, back to the stud stuff is like the guy to be the stud to sleep with a lot of women has to check off a lot of boxes on a list to sleep with a lot of women and be promiscuous. A lot of boxes. It has to check off a lot of boxes. So, like, you'll see a stud, but you'll never see a fat, ugly stud. <laughs> I, uh, actually? Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Actually? You know who I'm talking about? Who? He, he, did, a he did a lot of porn in the 80s and 90s. Okay, that doesn't count. Porn, porn stars <laughs> don't count. But still... So, I'm talking about in a real life dating scenario, you will never see a fat, ugly stud. Unless but he has you money. Will, unless he has money. <laughs> but, but he's still not a stud. He still doesn't classify as a stud. A stud a has to check off a ton point. of boxes. Yeah, yeah. He's a sugar daddy, which is different. But you will, always, you will see a fat, ugly stud. <laughs> I mean, because that's, that's kind of the weird were, standard is that like for for guys they they get to the point where it's like almost too desperate that they're like i will i will literally have sex with anything that even looks in my general direction or moves and meanwhile yeah. women are like uh no i don't want that inside me but yeah yeah and but i do know some women who i would not consider attractive in the least and the the guy who pays them the slightest bit of attention i'm talking like you know, I'm, I'm going to say something offensive. And, you know, I'm, I'm a big guy myself. I weigh 240-ish pounds. And I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fat, I'm a big boy. I'm a pasty white car tire. You know. I'm down there, Texas. And, and so. Michelin man. If a woman is unhealthier than me, like, I look for women who are as big as me at a base level 
or better because I don't want someone who's less healthy than I am because I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm going to set myself as the limit here. And, but I know some women who are a hundred pounds heavier than I am and they will sleep with anyone who pays the slightest bit of attention to them. Mm -hmm. Now guys will sleep with anyone who's most guys will sleep with someone if they, they're approached, but, but that's how the male brain is supposed to work. That's how we're wired. We are very, it's it's very primitive. It's why we're not so emotional. It's like we fuck and we fight. My name is Buck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah pretty much, we fucking <laughs> we fight. And another thing that I've I've experienced with my girlfriend now is she was talking about, "Man, you're so sweet," and it's like, "No, I'm just being attentive, like a normal human being." And she's like, "Yeah, but that's not the standard anymore. Like that's not the standard." And I'm like, "You're right." And she's like, "Yeah, like you know, it's hard to find a loyal guy, and it's like loyalty isn't a standard." Like all of these standards, like that Tinder, like p- women will look for loyal guys on Tinder. You're not going to find them there. They're not on Tinder. Well, I mean, if they're looking for their first girlfriend, then yeah, they're for the girlfriend, then yeah. But a lot of guys on Tinder are looking for a lay. A lot of women on Tinder say they're not looking for a lay, but they're lying. And I have proof. Bring us out it's, the proof. I want to see. I mean, everybody's looking for a lay. Uh, that's, well, I should say that's the end goal. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to horrify some people. So, one of my pickups on Tinder is, oh boy. I like, you know, I'll talk to the girl. And, uh, you know, we'll say go back and forth about stuff, we'll joke. And then she'll make a real bad joke or, you know, tease me or something. And I'll say, I should smack you. I should smack you. And she goes, well, what if I'm into that? And now... Gray has his excited. foot. Gray has his foot in the door. He can twist. He can twist now. He can start twisting the knife in. Like I, I, I am there and I am ready. Don't say it like that. And uh, so, like, I, I know that you're easy. You don't just drop that stuff in the first thirty minutes of the conversation. If they drop that stuff within the first thirty minutes of the conversation, I have nude photographs of them willing. They're willingly sending me this. Within 15 minutes after that comment they make. Mm. You just got to hit the right notes. Oh, I know how to hit the right notes. And it's because I'm a goblin. And <laughs> That's not a lie. Yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> like, jo- Joe, has, Joe, Joe knows what I'm talking about. He's, he's heard me talk about this stuff in depth. And Joe, were I you said- seduced by Gray at one point? No, no, no. <laughs> we used to do spy gray at some point. Joe's <laughs> pretty easy. Uh, other way around. <laughs> nah. And uh, but anyway, mouth, did I sleep with any of those women? No, because I'm fat and I'm ugly. <laughs> and uh, but by that point, yeah, and it's all fun. It's all fun. You know, nobody's being hurt by it. I've had some chicks put out and then go. Um, you know, I, but I set the expectation that this is purely casual. Like, this is purely going to be casual. I'm not looking for something serious right now. I will let you know if I want to take it to the next step. Like, because that is fair to let them know that. And that is a fair thing to set. Now, I've had some women go, okay, you know, we're talking about, you know, all the fun stuff. When are we going to get married? And, you know, actually start, you know, being serious. And it's like, 
I'm not ready for that. And then they get mad. And it's after, like, you, after you've already established that you're like, hey, this is after just a fun thing. We've already established we're being filthy with each other and it's purely casual. Okay. And it's it's like a uh um I Platonic can't say sex. Um I can't say their name. Remember Make it was a girl name. that I used to have in the friend group, Eli, like a year or two ago that I don't talk to anymore. Mm. Uh, I'll okay. message you her name. I'll yeah, I was gonna say send, send me send me the send me the name because there's just been. I'm not trying to say okay. Yeah. Yeah, yep. that's why I don't talk to her anymore because gotcha. she started talking about how we're gonna move in together, how we're gonna do this, this, and this. Like two months in, and I'm like, uh, uh-uh. uh, <laughs> ease on the brakes. Ease on the brakes, and the brakes were not two months upon. in. Two or three months in, yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. And there's a couple that I've met like that, and they want to rush that stuff. And Uh, yeah, I probably shouldn't expect them to put out within two or three months, but if they're going to do it, I'm not going to stop them because that's fine. Now, everyone's an adult as well. You kind of have to. Everyone's an adult. We can all consent, but like these apps set this expectation, and and they, they 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 set the expectation that things can move quickly. And I still got that old soul part of me. So like, I'm kind of like a mixed blend of new age and old soul going on. Like I like doing the romantic stuff. Like I like doing that too. Most guys don't like doing that anymore. Like it's weird. Like you have to speak to emotion. I, like the, the philosophy I go is the way it should typically work is men use love to get sex and women will use, Oh no, this is the bad way is men will use love to get sex and women oh, will use sex to get, to get love. love. Yep. It, don't do that. If you, you do said, the first uh, thing, if you, if you do that thing, you're bad. Yeah, what you said reminded me of that uh, line. Uh, one of the traders in Fallout 4, you come up and she's like, oh, what can I do for you, honey? And one of your responses, uh, you can choose a wit response, and it's, uh, oh, just looking for a little love, darling. She laughs off, says, uh, I'm afraid my loving days are over. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> now, my girl, my girl, I'll be absolutely filthy with her. I'll say the most horrid things sexually to someone, and she loves it. But I'll also be like, hey, boo, you need to come over here and cuddle. I'm sad. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. come here. Come here. Come over here and cuddle. And she's like, okay. She, she'll be like, I want to. She, she, she's long distance right now, so it, it's kind of hard. So, but... We do both those things. If you don't have both of those things, you will not have the key to a sexual relationship. If you're not willing to do the cutesy stuff with them, you don't deserve it. And like, yeah, sometimes people just want to hook up casually. Cool. But if you expect, if you hook up casually and expect anything more out of it and you expect it to get serious, it'll almost certainly fail. And this is someone who I've dated before. And when we first dated, we, we, we started off for a couple of weeks just talking, you know, uh, we, we ate lunch together at college. That's how we did it. And it, it's really funny because we met through, I should have been catfished by rights. I should have been dead to rights catfished. And boomers, for, for I keep calling you boomers. I'm I was going to say, stop saying so boomers. Just say like. For people who don't know. Yes, there you go. I'm sorry. If, if I, I'm sorry. And, uh, but for, for people who aren't into the lingo, 
uh, catfishing means somebody pretends to be somebody they're not in the effort to snatch them on a uh, dating app or, you know, like, okay, Cupid. So like, I'll pretend to be a big, rich, handsome guy and I'm not. And so when they show up to the date, they see some fat, pasty white car tire there. And so that's called catfishing. And I've, I myself have been catfished numerous times by women who used older photos of themselves when they were skinny and they weighed more than me when they showed up at the date. And I hate doing that. Like, just be honest with me up front if, if, if you don't look like that anymore because that's just lying. Like, you're just lying. And But whatever. So where was I going with this? Oh, so how I met my girlfriend initially. Uh, we've been friends on and off for years after we, uh, or we, we've been on and off for a long time. It's just like the, the stars never really aligned. And, uh, but now that we're both adults, we're not in college. The star, even though we're long distance, the stars are aligning. And so I, I, I pulled the trigger. But when we first met, there was this app called Yik Yak. It was fully anonymous and it was localized. So it was like a local forum. And so people could post something and then people could comment on it and you would never know who anyone was each every time you comment your user id changed so there was no way to track list connections yeah pretty much (laughs) and so i messaged on yik yak at uh, blinn college and i said hey uh do you wanna does anybody want to go grab lunch and she was the only one who responded and so I said, hey, you know, I'm by the, I think we had a Bahama Bucks in there or something. It was like a knockoff Bahama Bucks. I don't remember what it was called. But uh, I showed up there and drop dead gorgeous. And, you know, here, here I am, potato, standing next to someone who's at least an order of magnitude attractive than me. And, and like way out of my league. And we sat there and talked for two hours. And, you know, I got her phone number, she got mine. And, you know, that very day, like, as soon as I went home, I'm like, oh, man, you know, this is a pity thing. There's no way she's going to respond. And then we kept talking and kept talking and kept talking. And, 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 like, even today, I'm still confused as to what I did to get her to like me in any capacity. I, I still don't know. But she, she insists. So I'm not going to stop her. And um, very, very pretty. Um, she got a good butt. <laughs> Calm down, Gray. She got a good butt, guys. Calm down. She, she got butt. Her two anyway. But she's sweet. <laughs> she she's sweet. She uh one thing that I kind of look for in women, and it's because I don't know how to cook very well and co Joe co Joe can verify this. Like it's not that I'm unwilling to cook, it's just that I don't know what to do. Like mm, see, that's one of the things I really got going for me is that everybody loves someone everybody loves a man who can cook <laughs> yeah but she wants to do the cooking and so i'm like well she well what do you know how to cook and she's like well i don't do beef and i'm like well you're a heretic but go on and she's like but i'll do chicken and fish and stuff like that and i'm like okay what about pasta and she's like i can make my own noodles i know how to make my own noodles and my own pasta and i'm like oh really <laughs> and and uh, she's like, I'm like, well, what kind of pasta? And she's like, well, I can make them if you know how to do it right. I can make it out of just about anything that's vegetable based. You can do wheat, you can do barley, you can do. She she knows how to make zucchini pasta. I'm not 100 percent sure how that works, but she does all of this stuff. And she's like, oh yeah, you know, I make chicken parm. I know how to make fettuccine alfredo. And I'm like, 
do you know how to bake a cheesecake? And she's like, yeah. But I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, make me a ton of those. And she's like, that sounds like it's going to be unhealthy for you. So I probably shouldn't. I'm like, you're, you're going to be making me cheesecakes. Like you must, it, 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 it is, it is my favorite thing to make. And she's like, no. And I, it's like, please. And she's like, okay, well, how much do you like them? And so I described if you put like a giant metal cage, like you suspend it, like you don't even hide the metal cage. Like if you put a big metal cage suspended with a crane in the backyard and under the cage is a small table and on top of it, there's a cheesecake. You will, you will be able to catch me. Like you can, you can leave the crane engine running. Like it's blatantly obvious it's a trap and I'm still going to go for the cheesecake. And she's like, Oh, then I really shouldn't make these. And it's like, you will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you regardless, must. regardless, regardless, you must. But she's because you're you're going way way into kind of <laughs> boasting way here. off topic. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say boasting but here to a there, point. There's a dynamic here that's not just physical. Like we're able to talk about anything we want. We we've already talked about politics and economics. Like we we've talked about these things seriously with each other. We've talked about how we feel about how a relationship should work. That. These apps like Bundle, 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 yep. Bundle, <laughs> yeah, Bundle, Bender. Make one called Bender. No, and, uh, <laughs> Bumble and Tinder do not. And I, I like, I, I messaged like uh, before before uh, me and my girl got together. Uh, it'd be like I could swipe five hundred a day, five hundred women a day, and I get two or three matches and. Some of them were bots. They were fake. And the ones that typically responded either um, we, didn't compa- we weren't compatible or they sold content. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For yeah. our viewers who don't know what I'm talking about is they sell nudes of themselves. Yeah, they and sell I- illicit content. It's, it's so basically like when you're Here's on these applications. Kid. Yeah, when you when you go on these applications, you'll sit there and then like randomly you'll just see someone that says, "Hey, here's like my Instagram or here's my uh, social media information." You're like, "Huh, kind of odd." And if you go and look at it, usually it's like like we said, pictures of themselves and very suggestive uh, <laughs> positions and everything else and it's just like, "Oh, great. So they're basically on here to more or less just Sell. Advertise. Advertise. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not even talking about sell. Instagram. I'm talking about OnlyFans and fans. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're, they're selling like videos of themselves, stuffing themselves with toys, you know, stuff like that. And I'm not into that because you can find all of that stuff for free on the internet. There are you can find that on Reddit where it's you know it's real women. They're verified real women, and they do it for fun and they do it for free. You know, yeah, how to, you know how to stop those fishings, though? You straight no. up tell them I can... It's like, thanks for your uh, your link. I'm going to uh, socket all of your content. Um, yeah, yeah. You, you can make a bot that scrapes it, but unfortunately with stuff like OnlyFans, uh, you won't see anything until you pay. It's impossible. Right. I'm pretty it's sure there's a way around it. I've found a way around every other system. No, so, no, this one, it, it doesn't take you to the real link until you pay. Hmm. It, it's like a fake social media page until you pay, and then it loads the content. So, like, it's not even loaded on your end until you pay. So there's not a really a way to grab it unless you have some access to the back end, which, uh, whatever. 
But anyway, so, and I've had women go, but you know, it's only $4.99 a month. And it's like, I don't care. Like I'm on Tinder to look for someone. If I want to look at pornography, I can find it. And that's not something I go out of my way to look at. Like you can literally type Pornhub onto my computer and it will not load it. It won't. It won't show up in the history because that's not something I do. So you don't start with a P, start with an E. No. No! (laughs) Joe, do not advertise that website on my podcast. I know what you're talking about, and it's the utmost heresy and filthy thing I've ever seen. That that's unfettered stuff. That's like 4chan porn. Like that's that's horrible. Anything goes on that site. Oh my god. Yeah, no. No. And but... and viewers, like I'm not going to give you that website because it, it's a rabbit hole. It, oh, it, it, moving like, past, moving past, hard moving, moving past, past it. It's, it's continuing. Horrible. No. Yeah. No. No. I'm continuing as in proceed <laughs> with other. Oh, oh, proceed yeah, with other I mean, things. I mean, like, yeah, it, it's just a very interesting dynamic nowadays. I mean, obviously, kind of all those old tips and tricks, quote unquote, that that our parents would be like, well, this is how I met your mother, or this is what I did back in the day. It's like those, unfortunately, don't work at all anymore. No. We're very much a technical uh, technological society now. And so, again, like I mentioned, if I try to go out to like a bar, a uh, let's just say like a park or something, just a, a social setting, and I'm like, hey, that girl looks really cute and everything else. There is such a, like I mentioned, a, such a weird stigma that men are just going to be like absolute creeps. And so it's like, I try so hard to avoid that. And so it's interesting because like if I'm sitting there with like my dad or something, I am, I am completely oblivious to like if a girl's even looking at me or in my general direction. Because again, I haven't had a lot of, a lot of dating or relationship experience. So I'm completely oblivious. Now I'm, I'm, very very situated and very happy with my current living situation i would like eventually to find somebody so i'm trying i'm getting myself out there i'm trying to like be modern to a point instead of just being whatever my my parents said was the key or the tips and tricks back in the day but it's so weird time the really it was easier to impress Yes, it was. It was. And now it's like, okay, everyone has a phone. That's that's not going to get you anywhere. And it's like, you have to kind of go a little bit more in order for people to just be like, oh, hey, yeah, like, like I'm, I'm impressed by you or I find you acceptable or what have you. And so it's just very interesting because there'll be times where I'm just kind of like sitting there and my dad or my friend's like, hey, she was, she was checking you out. And I'm like, what? like completely oblivious no idea no idea and so it's like how does somebody right now like even like kids growing up or or people in my situation for that matter how do you start getting those types of relationship experience if you don't have that like social cues or social knowledge or you go on tinder bumble all these different apps like let's say a uh i was gonna say like an e-harmony can't remember if that was if that's oh, yeah, actually a thing. Okay, but it's like, yeah, but it's like you have to pay for like monthly subscriptions and everything. It's like, okay, I'm not that dedicated to finding somebody that I want to pay yeah. subscriptions. I just want it to be kind of a casual again. If it happens, it happens. But at the same time, I'm also not gonna just sit there completely aloof and be like, eh, well, I'm not gonna try on my end. So it's like as a society, it's almost like we need to almost take a class that says this is how you're supposed to date in the 21st century. And it sounds stupid and it sounds, I sound old 
by saying that. But I mean, again, a lot of kids nowadays are so invested in phones and technologies, we just don't have the same social cues or the same social like workarounds that our parents had because we're so invested in technology. We're not looking around. We're not accepting what's kind of going on around us. Um, another uh, thing, sorry, right, what you were describing is like, you know, your Eli's, your dad's picking up on the, uh, Hey, that girl was checking you out. I know someone who does the opposite. Like they think they're being hit on and they're not. Yes. Yeah. And, and this doesn't happen with women more often as it does with men. And this person I'd say is, um, they, they've told me things that they're like, oh, yeah, you know, so-and-so was checking me out, you know, when they were at the store. Like, you know, they're super nice, and they, you know, they, they said this and this and this. We had a whole conversation, and it's like, that's your, 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 your vibe, your, your failing a vibe check. They're just you're explaining being nice. this normal conversation. Well, you're explaining <laughs> yeah. this normal conversation. And they're like, but, and it's like, no, no, no. If, if you were at a store and they're being nice to you and having a conversation with you and they're an employee, they are almost never going to hit on you. Ever. Right. And, but, no. Yeah. No. I mean, it, it's very interesting, too, because, like, there is some weird, I, I don't even want to call it a, a disconnect, but there, there is something going on that's, like, for some men... Or some men and women, I shouldn't, I shouldn't just generalize as men, but there is just a thing where if you have like a very platonic relationship with somebody of the opposite sex, all of a sudden that like gets construed in somebody's mind as, oh, I think I'm developing feelings for them, or oh, I think they're developing feelings for me. And it's so weird because like it's happened to me once where it was just this girl I was talking to in college, we had a Spanish class together, and like, we we had a few different things where we were kind of partnered up to do um, group activities and everything else. I mean, again, we just had a very relaxed environment about us, and it wasn't like um, I was necessarily hitting on her or she was necessarily hitting on me. But then, like after like a week or two, all of a sudden, I'm just like, "Am I starting to like her?" And I mean, it was weird because I didn't see her as anything more than just like a friend or a classmate. But it was just like, why is that weird kind of stigma or that weird mentality just creeping up I, again is that just more of like a social disconnect in terms of like you just don't have a lot of scenarios in which okay somebody is very obviously hitting on me or i am very obviously trying to get this person's attention like i just don't understand that oh i'm completely blind to flirts like i've yes. had people tell me that somebody was flirting with me when we were talking uh, or rather, third person told me that someone I was talking with was flirting with me, and I and I just didn't even register. Yes, and, and I mean that's that's the thing too that like if I'm talking like I, I have a few friends who are females, and we'll sit there and kind of like joke, and I said, look, when you're talking to a guy and you are interested in them, you have to basically act like they're just they they have no idea what your intentions are because that's the safest assumption. Otherwise, if you're sitting there trying to be very flirtatious and they're not picking up on it, guys are dumb. Like you have to be almost straightforward with the fact. Otherwise, we're just not going to pick up on it. And and again, sometimes we don't want to like acknowledge it or or pay attention to it, and it's not because we're not interested. 
but there's again that whole stigma or that disconnect of like oh hey is she being nice to me and being platonic or is she actually interested in me and it's like i don't want to think that she's interested in me when she really isn't and i also don't want to brush her off if she is it's such a weird mentality to have women women will kind of make it like some don't but typically when they're flirty with you they will make it known in such a way like you kind of have to pick it up socially that they are interested they'll uh it, it works better if you're physically in person with them it's all about the body language like They'll uh, try and touch you, make an excuse to touch you. They'll twirl, twirl their hair is a pretty common one. Um, their voice, their voices will raise and pitch. Uh, it's stuff like that. Um, they they'll get easily embarrassed is another one. They get easily embarrassed uh, around you. Um, stuff like that. Um, and like you'll you'll that they'll want to continue conversations. Uh, it, it's a lot. There's a lot of check boxes, but it, they, 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 it's there. It's a lot of it subtle, but if there's a lot of subtlety that you're seeing, and there's a lot of subtle good things, like you can, you can say, hey, uh, you know, um, I, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, are are like you interested in me at all? And that's a completely normal question to ask. It is, but it feels so weird because, again, if it's if it's something where they're like not, then you just kind of put that weird, awkward cloud in the air of like, oh well. And then, if you're oh. wrong, and then you go, oh, so, uh, then you go immediately. You go if it goes, no, sorry, you know, that's this is just how I am, and it's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I, I'm just, uh, I, I'm uh, not used to, you know, it's uh, oh, you know, oh, my bad, you know, I, I just got some wires crossed. No big deal. Don't worry about it. And, and that's it. Just move on from there. Continue the conversation. Unless you just get the responsive. Ew. Yeah. Oh, Ew. And you're just like, all right, I'll go kill myself. That, that, now. that doesn't happen as an adult anymore. Like w- women, women worth their salt will never ever say that. And I, I've never had a woman say "ew" to me ever like that in that capacity. And gosh, probably since high school. And I was gonna say it, it never happened in high school. That one really deflated people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, woman that swears that uh, swears like a sailor because she'll always tell it to you straight. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. You're See, not wrong. I, I'm going to bring up, uh, like, you know, uh, we Eli and I know someone who was like that. They, she was very stiff. And uh, she was very stiff with someone. And Eli knows who I'm talking about. It kind of caused a huge explosion. Mm-hmm. But she didn't come from, you know, a rich family. Like, even in today's day and age, internet is a, util- is a utility. It's not a luxury. It's... It's a utility, but for her family, it was a, a luxury. Like it's a luxury they could barely afford, and so we played games. I bought a couple of games for her for no reason, and, and or for no reason other than that, she just couldn't afford them. And uh, like all of her money that she made went back into the family. You know this stuff, and you know it's a little personal for her, which is why I, I won't mention names. But uh, if, if she'll ever even listen to this, I doubt she will. And we, someone, and she had a very flirtatious personality, but knowing her for years, I know it's all BS. And like, she would never go further than, you know, somebody would say something and she'd quip on back. Like it was teasing and it was all the time. That's how you know that it's not real is that it's all the time with them. 
Mm-hmm. And it's just there the was way never they really are. a shut off switch. There was so, never a shut off switch because the switch was actually never really on. And and I can't I I remember there was like one instance where she was kind of like just joking with this guy like the entire evening and then all of a sudden somebody else joined and then she was kind of just being her normal self to that other person and the first guy at one point messages me and he's like hey what the hell i thought she was like really interested in me and i'm like no 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 no. that's just how she is like who are you talking about i can't remember i can't remember who it was but it it was so interesting because it was just like is it the same person i'm talking about like you know it might have been it might have been let me let me message you yeah, it, but it was just so it was so interesting because it was just like no 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 yes yep same person oh, okay. yeah so she she'll she like when other people would join she'd continue like she wouldn't do it one like she'd do it one on one with someone and then someone else would join and it, it'd be the same it'd just be two guys there and so she'd do the same thing with the other guy and one guy in particular took like they were playing alone. And so, so Eli and I are on the same page. And so mm-hmm. they, they were playing alone, and he took it as her being flirtatious, as she was interested. And, and this is be- after I previously warned this man that that is how she is. She wants to be one of the boys. That's all she hangs out with is the boys. Like, she, like she's not your typical, you know, rizzy-frizzy girl. Like, she butts heads with other women, which is usually a warning flag, but she's a decent, level-headed person. It's just she doesn't like to deal with the drama that comes with the girl groups. The guys will fight each other for 5, 10, 15 minutes, and then they're good. That's why she hangs out with them. She stops hanging out with women on the internet because she'll say something wrong and they'll ghost her for weeks. Mm-hmm. And and so she got tired of it. That's why she didn't have any friends that are girls on the internet because they're stupid. They, they, they do stupid stuff like that, at least according to her. And, and unfortunately, I believe her because there was one girl that she liked and that, that ended up falling apart because she tried to stick up for defense for the other one and it just caused problems. And it's like, no, 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 I can fight my own battles. Like, but we're girlfriends. We need to stick together. And she's like, let me let me do my stuff. You're making it worse, and and and, and it, it, that blew that blew up. But the other person was crazy anyway, so it didn't really matter. But so guy number one joined and talked to her for alone forever, and and because he didn't have a sleep schedule, he was on all the time. Mm-hmm. And so and when she would get on, he would hop in with her because he he got wires crossed. But he was a predator to begin with, so it didn't matter what she would have done. Or how she behaved, and uh, he uh, he asked her out, and she's like, "Look, dude, I get we've had some like things happen between us, but I've told you, I'm not interested in you, like right. in that way, and I I." I'd really like it if we stayed friends. And he's like, well, what's wrong with me? Which you should never, ever ask. That is not a good question to ask. What's wrong with me? Especially to, and Eli and I know her. When you, when you ask her a question, she gives it to you like a sledgehammer. It is blunt and it is very direct. Like, Mm -hmm. and it's because she doesn't want to hurt feelings by, 
mincing words or she, and she doesn't want to mislead you which it, it causes immediate pain from her words but ultimately it's better for you and uh, because you're not misled you're not being disillusioned you're not being gaslit she's telling you like it is and so she goes hey man you and i are not compatible like you you don't have any drive in your life like you don't have any strive to do better than what you are you don't have a job like, and you won't look for one. Like, how, how am I, how are you going to support us? Like, that, that's not how you do it. Okay, and, please and, stop saying like, you said that like a thousand times now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so you don't, you don't have a job, you, you, you complain, you have lots of reasons. Like, you, you, you went to a psychiatrist and you, 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 they, you claim that they told you you were broken. And... And then he just gave up. And no, she's like, no psychiatrist worth their salt, especially if they want to make money from you because you're paying them, would ever tell you that. And, and, and I, know, said, I know you have a lot of kind of history with this guy, but we can move on because you're, yeah, yeah. you're, you're kind of ragging. But anyway, it's, it's I'm fine. ragging on him a little bit. But anyway, it's fine. He, he didn't get the memo and he didn't have the social cues when it comes to the dating world that she and, and she dropped numerous she, hints that she yeah. was not interested in him. And he, yeah, he, he basically just it. didn't catch up on the social cues that she's like, hey, look, I'm not interested. She asked or he asked her straight out. Hey, look, are you, are you interested in me? Because I am with you. And she's like, no. And he's like, well, why not? And she basically gave him X, Y and Z. And so he just was not willing to accept that, and drama drama ensued from there. I mean, plain and simple. Huge drama. And so it's it's just again that whole thing that you're trying to ask. Hey, look, are you interested in me? Because I'm getting these kind of signals. That is the one thing, and I I guess you can chalk it up to like being rejected or whatever. That is the one thing I'm obviously afraid of. And it's like I just don't want to look like a complete idiot in front of people. I like kind of having self-control over a situation or at least like, okay, I know what's going on. I'm able to be, I'm able to participate or I, I kind of have a good feeling of, of the situation. And then as soon as that gets stripped by going like, oh yeah, no, I have no interest. Or as Joe mentioned, you, it's like, all right, cool. I'm just going to go hide in a hole. Like it <laughs> is, it is under so a weird. rock. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. So, but I mean, is is there really any other kind of topics you wanted to mention, Gray, about dating or anything else like that? I mean, we covered kind of the plethora, the ups and downs of online dating versus in person. I mean, I guess the biggest thing we could touch on briefly is just with the whole in-person dating. I mean, you get that physical kind of interaction. You can kind of start telling with the body language that, okay, this person, like, again, is either interested in me, uh, they said something, either my body language gave them a hint that maybe not. And I mean, it's so easy to kind of say in person, hey, look, thank you for your time. Um, I, I'm sorry, it just isn't going to work out. Whereas with the internet, I mean, people will just stop talking to each other out of the blue and you won't hear anything for months. I mean, last seen online eight months ago. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, last seen online or, or, opened like that's the other big thing opened basically meaning somebody read your message but then just doesn't want to reply never got to what have you and so truth be told 
before I before I graduated college, um, I had I had a mutual friend who had a girlfriend who was kind of interested in me. I was interested in her. Well, long story short, she had a little bit of life things go on and I haven't heard from her in about four months. And it's like, I still care about her, even if it's never going to be a romantic relationship. I still care about people. And she was a very genuine down to earth and sweet, sweet woman. And it's like, I, I just want to know that she's doing okay. And if she needs somebody to just talk to who isn't like a close friend like like our mutual friend or if it's not anybody else feel free to just contact me and just if you have to talk your ear or talk my ear off if you just have to scream and vent that's fine that is absolutely okay and that's my biggest thing um i messaged you to ask who that was no it's it's not who you're thinking this was this was uh my roommate's girlfriend one oh. of, her, of her friends i well you should shoot her a message me no trust me her my Roommate's girlfriend basically has been trying to reach out to her over these past four months and just, as a friend, say, hey, what's going on? We haven't talked in a while, and she hasn't gotten a reply. I've tried messaging her, like, once or twice, just going, like, hey, hope you're having a good summer so far. And then, like, when I graduated, I just, like, before I actually graduated and moved, I said, hey, I'm, I'm going to be kind of moving out here soon. Would be great if we could catch up again or something like that. Just never heard anything. So I'm like, I'm not going to keep messaging and, like, bugging somebody if they have a lot of personal stuff going on which i know she does it's just like hey look obviously people will have that decision of if i'm in a funk or i'm having a rough time i can either try to get that out myself or i'm just kind of let it consume me and so if she's having a tough time but she's just like you know what i don't i don't need anyone's help i'm just going to kind of power through it i mean we can't force her it's by her own willpower and her own drive and motivation to say all right, yeah, I'm in a tough spot, but I really could use a friend right now. Yeah, you know, but with those people, like, I, I've reconnected with people. If you just message them, like, once a month every now and then, just, like, you know, the thing that usually gets a response is, like, hey, you know, I, I just, you know, had a thought about people I haven't talked to in a while, and, you know, oh, yeah, no, uh, trust I thought me. of you. Trust me. It's just when her, her like, best friend is not getting replies from her, I, I'm not going to push it. I'm not going to push it. I'm in contact with her with her best friend. It's it's fine. And her best friend told me, hey, look, if I hear from her, you'll be the first person to know. And again, if it never becomes a romantic relationship, that's fine. But if somebody is like genuinely in a rough spot and just, again, needs someone to talk to, it took me so long to understand how useful and how beneficial talking to a counselor or talking to a third party is. Hey, I'm a third party. I don't mind listening. I don't mind just hearing your griefs and troubles i'm not even going to try to say well have you considered fixing it in x y or z stand standpoint no no i'm i don't need to provide feedback i don't i don't want to help you because simply if you're not looking for the help all it's going to come across is oh well he's pompous and arrogant he's gonna he's trying to fix everything i don't need to fix everything people have their own issues and they'll get through that yeah the uh, the confidant, basically. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I'm familiar with that position myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't you don't want to in a relationship though. Just one one final thought is uh, you don't want to be the confidant in someone if you can avoid it uh, with a member of the opposite sex in a relationship. So, like, say if you're the guy 
and the boyfriend is a friend and the girlfriend is also your friend, you do not want to be the confidant for the chick. It, ca- it can cause huge... I yeah. mean, lightly doing so every now and then is fine, but if you're friends with both of them, and they, it's fine if they both confide in you separately. It is not okay if just the girl confides in you. Because I know, I mean, if you you can trust yourself to be the genuine confidant, that's fine. But I know a lot of people who do it on purpose because, uh, for the, the, and I'm going to say the phrase, a shoulder to cry on is a dick to ride on. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's a new one for me, actually. Really? Yeah, that's an old phrase. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's great. Trust me. It's, it's. When my old roommate and his girlfriend were having their kind of like issues, I stayed so far away from that. And they they would have a couple of times where they're just like, "Well, let's go find out what Eli has to say." And I'm like, "No, get away from me! Don't don't talk to me! Don't no! I am not a part of this whatsoever." Yeah, you watch me be a confidant for people, and it just destroy me. Yeah, and that's that's what I'm actively avoiding. Is just nope. I don't I don't need to deal with that. Sorry. You guys figure out your own issues. If you can't figure it out, go talk to a counselor. Because, again, there's a certain situation for everything. And if you have two friends or even two people that you're kind of dealing with on a daily basis, again, they, they were a couple and they're also my roommates. So if I side with one and not the other, that could make a living situation absolute hell. I don't need that. I do not need to deal with that. That's when they ask your opinion, you just go, not my problem, walk away. Yeah, Yeah, basically. Since since normally they would come to my room to ask me a question because I stayed as far away, I was just like, "Uh, yeah. And so what I would do is kind of my trick. I would stand up and kind of like walk out into the kitchen to like pretend to grab something. And then I would like slowly start walking back. And then as they kept trying to like talk to me, I just close the door. (laughs) I just close the door behind me. I'm just like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, click. Not my problem anymore. I mean, kind of rude, kind of mean, but at the same time, it's not my problem. I don't yeah. need to listen to it. All right. Well, it looks like that's all the time we got for tonight. Um, let's see here. Any other closing thoughts? No. I, no? I think we covered a great oh. majority of everything. I guess I do have one small thing that could expand. Okay. So, the pronoun game. Oh, God. Oh, that's... <laughs> Well, let's not. <laughs> we we do have that. We do have that for another ah. topic. We'll we'll have to we'll have to bring you back for that topic because I know we'll, we'll have to be very careful as well. Yeah, we have a few that we would like to talk about, but it's also kind of like how how much tiptoeing do we want to do, or how quick are we willing to uh, bring Doesn't this? Help that we're three cis us. white men talking yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, two. Well, well Joe's brown. <laughs> All right. Well, wait, Joe, did you? Okay, so were you saying, well, two of us? Are you talking about us being white or the the cis part, Joe? All right. Well, you said you you said cis straight. I said cis white men. I said we are three cis white men. Oh, sorry. Misread it. Okay, never mind. So, so, yeah, so I guess you'd be right, even though I'm... Well, no, I guess I would technically be white, even though I am uh, French-Portuguese. 
I thought we were. I thought we were going back to the whole part of. Yeah, I thought. I thought Joe, Joe, I thought you you were implying that you weren't cis, and I'm like, all right, this is news. Jimmy. Ray really did seduce you, didn't he, Joe? <laughs> really made you start batting <laughs> for the other team at the very end. All right. Well, uh, that's it for this uh, episode, and we'll uh, next time we'll talk. I guess. All right. Peace. See you next week.